This podcast brought to you by OuchThatHurts.com. Visit OuchThatHurts for music, gaming, reviews, editorials, podcasts, and more. OuchThatHurtsHERTZ.com. Welcome to the Save Point Podcast, episode 52, our post-E3 discussion. Joined here by Ryan and uh, Chris. Right, Chris? That's your name? I think so. Okay. Uh, and Ryan. Uh, well, and, and uh, Chris, we actually, Ryan is actually back. Usually we get people on here and then for some reason they just don't want to come back. I don't know if we're just that horrible or... But... Well, we are pretty scary. Yeah, we, because well, your I... knowledge is overwhelming. Let's go with that. Let's let's just go with that. A <laughs> um, little bit of an announcement. Uh, very happy. Uh, I know that you, whoever is listening now, you're probably listening on whatever um, podcast service you prefer. But if you are an iHeartRadio person and you would like to get your podcast from there, we are now on iHeartRadio. So same name, the Safe Point Podcast. Look us up, iHeartRadio, among all the others, Spotify, Google, iTunes. Uh, podbean.com uh, Spreaker um, I don't know wherever the hell we are too I think we're just kind of all over the place so I guarantee you'll find us if you put us in you can find us on YouTube actually um, the other place that you can find us is actually on Twitch and that would be uh, twitch.tv slash the save point TV so twitch.tv slash the save point TV check us out there also, look us up on ouch.hertz.com, ouch.hertz, H-E-R-T-Z.com, uh, for any type of other news that you want besides just the save point. And our last one, uh, one of our great great partners that uh, we always have to thank for putting us on their, their site is the BS Podcast Network. So check us out, bspodcastnetwork.com. So... Um, as we begin everything, um, you know, I think I'll actually start because I really want to talk about this game that I'm playing um, is I have literally have not put down Ratchet and Clank, uh, a rift apart. It is such a great game. Um, anybody who plays um, Ratchet and Clank, uh, do you guys play Ratchet and Clank? Have you guys ever played Ratchet and Clank? Yes. No. <laughs> Uh, Ratchet and Clank is just, it's such a great platformer. It's a 3d platformer. It's just so good. Um, so many weapons. Um, like I, I don't even, I, I know I'm not going to do it justice, but the writing is so good, but yet it's so funny. Um, like, each weapon, so anybody who's familiar with the Ratchet and Clank, there's like these crazy weapons um, that go out. Like one of them is a sprinkler that freezes everybody, but it turns them as a sprinkle. They start to grow like moss and ivy on them and flowers uh, and they freeze. Uh, there's another one where you throw a mushroom out there and it starts spitting like poison at the the people. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, um, electricity, bombs, all of that. Um 
but what they've done is there's a description for each one like there's a little video description for each weapon and it's just somebody just doing like really funny like you know um like the glove of doom and it's just like um when you want to strike fear put on the glove of doom and it's just i like i know i can't do it justice it's just it's just really funny the writing is great um there's so much satire back and forth between um all the characters and, and it's just absolutely great. And on top of that, I think it's actually the best looking game out on any PlayStation period. Any PlayStation that's ever been released. Obviously PlayStation five is going to have the best, but it's the best looking game by far. So that's what I've been playing. Um, Ryan, what have you been playing? Me? I've been playing a lot of breakpoint, like a lot of it for some reason. I don't know why I just put it in and, couldn't stop. Didn't they re- just release a patch or something to that? Last night they did. It just minor bug fixes and whatnot. Nothing big. No Tomb Raider for... anniversary stuff yet. Interesting. Yeah, that was supposed to come out like a month ago, wasn't it, or something? Or they just never received, they never actually did a... They never gave yeah. a release date for it on their roadmap. They just said it's, they gave a release date for... Two things, and then they said that's coming, but it was just kind of like it's happening somewhere in between. You just never know, which Ubisoft does a lot. True, true. Um, yeah, actually, um, uh, my father in law, I actually, uh, for Father's Day, I just bought Breakpoint for him on his PC. So, um, uh, yeah, so he wants to try it out and all that. So he's excited to, to do that. Um, Chris, what about you? I've been playing a lot of Fallout 4. Why? No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm sorry you don't know what a good game is. It's not, It's a bad Fallout game, but it's a good, it's a, it's a good game. It's not a bad game. You know, exactly. I think the only thing I didn't like was I don't see the reason for the base building. Yes. And that really threw me off. Right. Like there's a whole agree. like like subcategory type sort of like like stream of of um or, or what is it story thread that you had to go through where you're building on on the settlement and then like I never touched it again like I didn't care like if somebody I mean, went to you, go attack them like go attack them because you're just going to revive and live again I mean yeah you only have to do one of those and that's it you only have to the game only makes you do one base building thing and that's it so. Yeah, just so. just saying. You you know you missed out. I know on, it's it about, just about like it was just hundred hours of gameplay. Ryan, I know that you didn't like that part either of the game, right? No, I ignored it. I built exactly yeah. what the game made you build, and I said, "Okay, bye, good luck." And you were yeah. done. True. Um. So yeah. So not really a lot. I mean, we had um. I know that we all had a lot going on. Um, I do have an update uh, for anybody that's been following this. Um, the I am hoping that I am in the home stretch for the studio. So we will be uh, broadcasting from the studio, hopefully within the next two to three weeks. Um, and with that, hopefully, um, maybe our next uh, episode will be down there. I'm hoping, hoping, hoping it's it's hoping. 
get I don't know if I cameras on us and uh, everybody can see our ugly mugs. Yeah. If you don't, Maybe want I should to... rethink the whole studio thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> too too late now. Too much money has been invested. That's true. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully we'll be in our new digs by uh, by next week, or I'm sorry, by uh, by next episode. Um, moving on. Obviously, uh, we talked about you know the biggest thing that happened was was E3, and uh, you know we, our last episode we talked about our predictions, but you know E3 has passed. Um. And a couple of our things that we talked about kind of came true. Um, I think the the biggest one is Elden Ring. Um, I think that that was, yes. you know, I don't want to necessarily go like into each um, conference. I think I just really want to talk about what was revealed. Like, because all the conferences were digital. I mean, you always have the awkward like, hey, our stuff is great. I think the... Um, I'll save that my thought process uh, about that type sort of way of presenting it until later. But um, so I think we should just kind of go through the games and and then we'll kind of see what our thoughts are on it. So first one is Elden Ring. Um, Chris, I I know you're happy about this one. Uh, Why don't you just give your your overall impression? My overall impression or do you want the shorter summary version? Because I watched the two hour director's talk you know translation i re- you know i i watched two and a half hours of stuff on that <laughs> yeah no i i didn't watch any of that you uh, uh, you, you right. just go so, i know this is your baby talk about it this this is my baby all right so elden rings could be fantastic uh we're looking at a souls like art open world game easier multiplayer they're dumbing down the difficulty even more unfortunately uh no specific order you gotta do the dungeons there's a horse com- you know horse combat i mean you know there's a lot to wait, like wait, 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 wait. I just love, I, you know, we've been looking for sound clips. <laughs> and Chris, literally, you, your phrase was, there's a horse. I really there's... think I'm just going to cut that out and make that a sound clip for us. <laughs> what were you out doing? There all, was a horse. Out of there all the horse. things you could talk about, because I watched that amazing trailer. The first thing you bring up is, there's a horse. There's a horse. I'm sorry. But look, <laughs> I, I, look I there's a horse. Every... I've played every FromSoft game since Demon Souls. And I have enjoyed every single one of them. But the, my biggest complaint about almost all of them is it takes you forever. You have to fast travel. With a horse, you're going to be able to do open world combat. There's, I mean, you're, you're talking about being invaded and you're on a horseback. Potentially, you know, you're in, being invaded while there's a horse. Uh, you know, you're drive, riding. There's a horse. <laughs> While you're riding the horse and the horse kicks you off, you're no longer able to ride it until you defeat your enemy. On top of your co-op summons, there's going to be, uh, you know, your multiplayer and then potential enemies that you can capture their soul and summon them for combat. That's going to be pretty fun. Well, that that is interesting. I didn't get a chance to watch. I just watched the the trailer. I didn't get a chance to watch what you watched. So the fact that that you can kind of, that you can do that. Um, I think the other thing that I'm really, really excited about with it is obviously is some of that tech is the loading times. Like I think like in demon souls, like it took so long and, 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 you know, it's like, you know, first world problems type sort of shit. But, you know, um, to me, like it drew you out of the experience, all the loading screens for everything. Like every time you turn somewhere, you had to have a loading screen or you do this and then it's a loading screen, you know, with this, I guarantee you, there's really going to be no loading screens. 
and the the Demon Souls remastered. I mean, there was next to no loading screens. Like what they're doing with that is going to be fantastic. Yeah, so, it literally went cloudy, and you were there. Yep, and that that what has a release date of next January, I think. Yeah, I think it's January. It's coming out. Um, I might be uh, sick that day. Yeah, we might be. We yeah, we might be uh, taking vacation days for for that one. Um, so obviously, Chris, uh, January twenty first. Uh, so Chris, that's a definite buy for you day one. Yes. Yeah. Ryan, what was your thought? It Did you watch it? Did you not care? I watched, I didn't watch what Chris watched, but I watched the trailer like three or four times. Cause that was fucking amazing. That is a game that typically is not in my wheelhouse, but I'm definitely going to be trying that one. That looks awesome. Especially when you have, you know, three other veterans that actually play them. So if, if you get, caught we can always help the multiplayer helps too yeah yeah because that's the other thing so like like a fun game well and and that's the thing like depending on like how the multiplayer is like there are different types of multiplayers people can invade you people you know you can actually summon other people to happen but it's i wouldn't call it annoying multiplayer Uh, and chris you know what i mean by that like you're not going to like it's you're not, not your going normal PvP. All right. You're yeah, not like gonna you're not going to go around the corner somebody and somebody's not going to stab you. Like you're you're going to know that somebody's in your game. You know, like uh, at least all the Dark Souls, when somebody invaded your game, you knew somebody was in your game. So like yeah, you you had a, you had to watch you. out for him. It, it you tells know? you you know so and so has invaded you, and it's like all right now it's time to now it's time to fight. Yeah. So like you you get you get to the point where you can actually. You know, um, so yeah, no, I have always liked the Demon Souls and, and, um, or I'm sorry, not Demon Souls, the Dark Souls way of doing multiplayer. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I'm actually, yeah, I'm, um, so we have two, uh, probably going to buy the game, you know, hopefully right, you know, possibly right off the bat, if not right off the bat. Uh, me looking at it, yeah, absolutely. Uh, for Chris, everything that you talked about, um, I'm late into the Souls games genre, but from what I have played of them, I'm 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 all for it. And this just looks, I mean, Miyazaki and, and George R. R. Martin collaboration, I'm all for it. Oh, uh, let's see. The next, I think, big game um, that I don't think was. A surprise, but I also don't think it was not like like I don't think it was like a bland announcement, but I don't think it was a surprising announcement. I think it was just kind of like, okay, we kind of knew this. It just kind of now got confirmed. Uh, And that's Starfield. Um, Starfield confirmed that it's an Xbox PC exclusive, you know, exclusive. Um, but that's not coming out till the end of next year. So 11, 11 of 2022, which, um, it's a Skyrim anniversary. Yeah. It's a Skyrim anniversary. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Skyrim was, was released on 11, 11. Uh, so the 11, 11 is, you know, very sacred to, to Bethesda. Um, though I did, <laughs> I did see, uh, somebody describe it as Skyrim in space. Oh, but that's right. Is that they said that? Yeah, they said that. And a Han Solo simulator. So whatever that means, because I've never played a Han Solo simulator. 
You're a space pirate? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, be, uh, fun. I think the thing that, that throws me with it, and it happens with all Bethesda games to me, or not all Bethesda, but it happened with the Fallouts to me. They'll show these great trailers, okay? Um, and then they'll get into the actual gameplay and the gameplay will look completely different. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, that's so 99% of trailers compared to the games. Yes. So, I mean, you know, you're looking at, L, uh, you know, we're looking at Starfield, though. It wasn't a CG. That was in-game graphics. So that's what we're going to be seeing when you're playing that game. It yeah. was not, it wasn't over, you know, it wasn't overdone. It wasn't underdone. I mean, when we're looking at next gen, the Festa game, you know, you got to take a generation back on graphics on how it's supposed to look. And then you're going to get that. True. Um, and what I mean by that is like Skyrim had great, I think, cinematics. Okay. But then it's like, to me, the characters all felt stiff. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Or no? Like, I mean, everything was you know, very stiff. You, the, the thing is, you can't be on a game that is 10 years old. That's true, too. You're right. I mean, that, it's, I mean, that's I mean, not I fair. Mean, you're right. That's not you're, fair. You're, you're it, it is 10 years old. It, it's like, all right, you know, a, a Marwin. I absolutely love a Morrowind. I absolutely love Oblivion, but they don't hold a candle to anything today, on graphic wise. And I yeah, mean, you're you right. want to talk, you know, you're talking about stiff. You know, that's the one thing. You know, yeah, is it now if they keep that stiffness, is Starfield gonna hurt? Definitely. Are people just gonna buy it because who's making it? Yes. True. Um, but so the question I have with that is. How much of a system seller is that? And can Xbox really wait a whole year to say, this is our power move for our system? Yeah. Yes. See, I don't they, think they, so. They own Bethesda. If they, they did Starfield a exclusive. I'm pretty sure we're going to see a timed exclusive for Starfield at least a year before it hits PlayStation. I see, uh, maybe even longer. So you're saying see, that you, so you're saying that Starfield, you think, will sooner or later make it to PlayStation? Uh, all right. So Xbox had Medium. That was their big. You know, this is our game, but they didn't put any information on there on it's going to PlayStation. If you look at the PlayStation pre-orders now, Medium's there. True. Well, I mean, they were also toting Scarlet Nexus, and it's supposedly. You know, you have all the haptic feedbacks and all of that to to PlayStation also. I mean, you we really can't, you know, it, it would be dumb of Microsoft and not to sell these games multi-platform, not just including PC, but putting it on the PlayStation. So you're looking at it could be a, a timed exclusive, even though it's never been, it's not been confirmed that's a time exclusive. It would be, it would be financially stupid to do that. I mean, you bought Bethesda, but you can't make Bethesda an Xbox exclusive or PC. I mean, you just can't. They're also not going to tell you that it's a timed exclusive because they're going to no. want you. Conv- they're going to want you to think you have to get an Xbox to get it. This is true. This is true. I and mean, probably by by contract, 
Um, cause it, it has been told, you know, it has this like PlayStation can't even come out and say it's a timed exclusive cause it's probably, uh, a contract where it says, yeah, it's timed exclusive, but that means it's an embargo for you to say that, which I mean, yeah. there's, there's embargoes on, on a whole bunch of shit. So, um, so from what you saw, Chris day one by wait six months, wait a year. Wait until it I'm goes not, to PlayStation. Uh, wait, wait six months. Look, Bethesda has had a horrible, horrible time with their game management and test play testing. I mean, let's just—I'm not going to buy a game that's going to be unplayable for the first three months. It's true, even though they yeah, say that it's been in development for 25 years. And, and it's a new IP, so it's brand new for Bethesda, which makes me even look, more nervous. Look how bad. Fallout 76 is. I like that game. Okay? I like that game. And I'm not playing it because it is a glitchy mess. True. True. And that's something they're used to making. That's Fallout. This is a brand new IP, so who knows what could happen. If you screw up your bread and butter, then how bad is this new one going to be screwed up? Exactly. I agree. Um... I agree 100% with that. I, you know, I, and I think that, um, I think that they will polish it up. Um, I think the question then comes into it is that, so I have an Xbox, so it really doesn't make my much sense for me to, to say whether or not, um, I think, you know, I want to get more information before I make a determination right now. It's not a day one buy for me. It's just, it's just not, I want to get more information on it. Um, if it's literally just Skyrim or if it's fallout in space, I want to see what it actually looks like. I want to see how it actually plays. I want to see what people actually say about it before, you know, I really kind of get into it. Um, but the question well, that comes it, up, go ahead. Well, here's another thing. You don't have to buy it. It's on game pass. Well, that's true too. I mean, Which, there, you know, you, you, that, that's, that's another, that's another allure that Microsoft has. It's like, you know, yeah, you, you know, it's 15 bucks a month and oh hey by the way you know if you just if you don't want to buy it but you can have an access to these hundreds of games including all of our first party games then uh get an xbox and you can play it for free well you're paying for it but it's cheaper yeah but remember you never you don't own the game it's like you're renting it yeah so i mean i still say that xbox game pass is a is a great thing for you to be able to try new games but i mean yeah i i get what you're saying um would this game, if you haven't gotten an Xbox, Chris, would this game, I know you said six months, but would this game make you want to get an Xbox? No. Ryan? Nope. Okay. Um, yeah, I, you know, like I said, if, if I didn't have an Xbox, I, I would want more information, but I don't see anything right now to it that says I need to have an Xbox so I can get it. Um. I mean, I mean yeah, on top I, yeah. of that, with it also going to PC, you know, some people are going to look at it and say it might run the best on PC. So, no, you I, know, it will. Yeah, it's, it's going to run better on PC, but I mean, it's not saying that I, I, I don't want the new Xbox. I do. I'm just not going to go on Facebook and spend, you know, $800 on something that's going to be out there sooner or later. True. Um, Xbox was at normal price. Would you get it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, next one uh, from Nintendo. 
Um, oh wait, before we do that, overall thought process of what what did you think overall for the conference from Xbox? I mean, that was really kind of the the big one. I mean, do you feel that it was? Um, and this is where I was. I'm, you thought it was average, Ryan? What it about was you? A five out of ten. It was underwhelming. You know, I thought they'd bring out the big guns. I'm get, I think they think Starfield was gonna, was their big gun, but after Fallout seventy six. Bethesda's kind of, you know, people are on thin ice with Bethesda and trust. So it's not really the big gun they were thinking it would be. Yeah, I agree. Um, I the best, the best tweet that I saw about this um, was when it comes to Xbox and their presentation was in 19, you know, then, you know, you have like the then and now, then, here are the games that nobody thought would ever come to our system and they're almost done and you can play them very soon. Now it's, Hey, we made a game. We have a name and we think it's going to be released at some point, but here's another one too. And here's another game and here's another game. Like it was just like no overwhelming things. It was just kind of like if if we go back to E3 in 2019, just just as an example, it was hey here is 30 things and guess what they're coming out in the end of this year, but because of the pandemic we can't just say hey here's 30 things from all these developers that are coming out this year. Hey here's ten here's ten things that you're going to see this year and here's 20 things you're going to see next year. This is true. And, and I think one of the things that I've seen with Xbox, though, too, is that they rely very heavy on their current franchises. Um, and I know that PlayStation does that, too, but I don't think to the extent like it's almost a given that you're going to see something Forza, even if it's not a new game. We're going to have here's a Forza thing. Um, I mean, you know, that, yeah, I'm not I'm not, the, I'm not defending Xbox in any way, but PlayStation's just as bad. Here's Gran Turismo. Well, they don't do Gran Turismo every single year. And that's what I'm saying. Like every single year, you can almost guarantee you, you're going to have, here's a Forza update. Now, here's a... Forza does look fantastic. I will say that. Yeah. The... But I mean, it, it, I, I don't know. Like, it, not bad. Like I said, I think it's, I think, yeah, it was great that they had a whole bunch of games. But on the other end, it was kind of like, well, that's great but are we just kind of getting fed that, Hey, look, we have games. So don't think that we don't have games anymore or Hey, these are actually some good games. And I, and I think that, you know, for the bulk of them, they're going to be good. But I also think that it's kind of like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think the balance was, was great with it. Um, I'm giving it like a, a six to like seven, like a six and a half. Um, I mean, I did like that. There was a star field. Um, you know, I did like, uh, you know, um, they have whatever the new games like stalker two looks great. Uh, what is it? Red? What was that? Red bone, red fin, something like that. I don't, I don't know. Something red. Um, uh, what is it? I don't know. I forgot what it's, I, I can't find what it is, but whatever that was, um, sea of thieves, you know, the, the pirates of the Caribbean crossover. I thought it was pretty which, cool. Which is like I'm, I hate sorry to interrupt you, but which is weird because Disney said that they were done with Johnny Depp. 
And here the Disney goes giving Johnny Depp over to Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder if there's going to be a. Um, there's going to be. An- uh, I think so. Um, it's an interesting. Game- it's an interesting crossover. It's a cool concept, but considering their status with Johnny Depp and the status of those movies, the crossover is a few years too late. Yeah. Um, what is it? The other one, Contraband. Um, that was a teaser trailer that, I mean, that's just you're basically thieves in an open world and you play co-op. So that sounds pretty cool. Um, Contraband looks interesting. I'm intrigued by that. Yeah. And the fact that they're playing, um, God, what is it? What's the song? Um, hold on. I can pull it up. I know, I know what the song is. The whole thing's um, based in the 70s from what I read. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we, all um, saw, the, we all saw the trailer. It, it, it looks interesting. I will say that. Yeah, it's uh, Steely Dan. Uh, it, it's Do It Again by Steely Dan. The yeah, song. They, did a good yeah. jo- they did a good job with that teaser trailer because, you know, it's, it's just a teaser. It gives you but, almost but nothing it, but a look, it, yeah. brief look. But it did just the right amount of stuff to grab my interest to keep looking into it and wait for updates to see what it's actually going to be like. And and like I said, with with the song, the song also caught me too. it, you know, do it again by Steely Dan. It's a great song and okay, that's playing. I'm going to see how they're going to associate that with the game. Um, my actual, my favorite announcement, um, for Xbox actually was outer worlds Two. So Outer Worlds 2 is made by the people that made uh, is made by Obsidian. So it's the people that made New Vegas. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I thought the, the trailer was uh, was great because it kind of was the, the the tweet that I saw. It's like um, the trailer is like it talks about it's like here we have this. And now what you want to do is you want to have people running for absolutely no reason. And then you want to show a stark background and you start to zoom out as if you were flying through the air. And then you see a silhouette of the character, the main character, but you only see the back of them because they probably haven't, because we probably haven't developed the front of him yet. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, the one thing that we can tell you is that we have a name and that's this. And it was outer worlds too. <laughs> so I thought, I thought the trailer was pretty cool. Um, but See, um, I, I, gotta, I, I gotta say, mine, mine was yeah. Battlefield. Really, dude, I, I, you don't realize how many hundreds of hours I put into Battlefield Four and oh. Battlefield Three. I've put that thousands of hours between those two games. I paid for a server for both of those games, a hardcore server. I mean, I am a. Was that game actually? Was that um, an actual announcement during E3, or was that prior to E3? Oh, that was an E3 announcement. They, hmm. they announced it on the uh, on the Xbox E3. Okay, but it was it, it was not play it first on Xbox, but you know, oh yeah, no, I mean, that, that's always going to be multiplayer. Um, but. So there was two trailers. There was that CG trailer, and then they went and did the CG trailer and in-game footage. And the new engine they have is holding up very well. It's old Battlefield. It's not the new stuff that they've done the past two years that have been just beaten on and destroyed. Because nobody wants to do a 
the old modes where it's like capture A, capture B. Hey, we're advancing the map into and now we're moving up. No, everybody wants these giant maps that you can have a you know a full tank assault while there's planes going on, you know, there's jets going on, you got drones on the one part of the map, there's a tornado in another section, and you're trying to fight your way through this. It's just true. Like Battlefield has always been really, really, really big maps, um, which I like. Um yeah, but this um, game looks like this game. The footage it looks like it's on a whole other level. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I play Battlefield. I know Chris, you, you and I have played Battlefield before. The question I have is, Ryan, you are not a big, um, like first person shooter competitive multiplayer. You're not even a really kind of a big multiplayer against other people. Like you'll co op. Is it intriguing enough for you to possibly try it? That game looks fucking insane. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. <laughs> yeah, you, you stick with well, you stick with Chris and me, and we get a good team going. What is it? 120 people on one map at one time. Yeah, divided into two teams of 60. Yeah, that, that's and fucking crazy. The, and you can have up to I think this one's gonna allow you to have a six man squad. So six people coordinating on that game, even with the 60 versus 60. You know, half the time. The other team is not coordinating at all. There's not, you know, there's a group of two friends playing with, you know, four other strains. We were able to get a six-man team. You could do serious damage in capturing objectives. God. Okay, <laughs> okay so we're going to continue with that. So yeah, no. So battlefield. Going on to battlefield. I think the other thing too. So yeah. So what I was saying is that you have. Somebody was just um, putting C4 on a plane and just went into the back and waited for somebody to get in the plane. And as the plane went up, they just hit it and the plane just blew up in midair. <laughs> no, that, that's how you C4. Yeah. Yep. And then, I, and then I think the other thing, too, is the destructible environments. Uh, environments. I love the fact that you actually can blow up buildings. Well, you can blow yeah. up buildings. I mean, on, uh, just as the an example. The map is always evolving. Uh, on Battlefield 4, they had the, uh, the Destructo Vision or whatever they called it, and you can actually set where, like, dams, levees, uh, pipelines will actually burst and change the environment completely. Correct. And so um, will fire sand tornadoes. I, I'm really interested to see how, how we're going to start a fire sand tornado. I, I, I believe you don't start that. I believe that's just a random weather event that's going to happen or not happen when you're on that map. So it's just I, I don't know. you play I'm, and then out of nowhere, you know, tornado of doom. I don't know. I mean, in uh, Battlefield 4, there was a, a map where you're on several different islands and a lot of watercraft. And you had to shoot down a wind turbine to free a ship to crash into the island and it would start a hurricane. Gotcha. So, so I mean, a it could be tornado, that. It could be something related like that. It could be that, yeah, because you don't want it to be random to where people could play an entire game on the map and not get the fire tornado because you can't cause it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a feeling in the first month of that game, you're just going to see endless amounts of footage, people posting of just them doing crazy shit in the fire tornado. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh my God, I glitched in. <laughs> cool. Just throwing C4 into the fire tornado. Yeah, I'm game. True. Um, 
let me get back to my play. So I, I, I think that's pretty cool. Um, so we at least have two games that are, are looking at uh, day one buys, uh, which is good to me. Um, I don't know. Um, as far as, oh, uh, Breath of the Wild. That's what I want to talk about. Breath of the Wild 2. Um, good teaser, bad teaser. It's going to be interesting. Well, but, all they said uh, was 2022. They, they, like, they gave a little, like, I mean, just like 20 seconds of gameplay. I mean, they didn't really give enough. And I don't know yeah. if, I, if I like the new look for Link. I mean, obviously, they're going to keep it similar to how it was, where you could just put on armor and change up your outfit. But eh, I don't know. I was honestly a little disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I obviously it's going to be um, to me. It's going to be a day one buy because I, I love Zelda and, and all of that. But sure, you know, like I don't know, like it, yeah, I think it was too much of a tease to me. Like, there's still really no like ec, you know explanation. I mean, is this literally just going to be a reskin Breath of the Wild? Like everything is great, and it's just going to feel like you're just adding on the story. Are there different mechanics? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know that that's kind of what I want to want to know. Did show, like, they did show a little bit of different mechanics on like him like moving through the ground in that green mist. Yeah, that's true, but I don't know. Um, I mean, it's still obviously still going to buy just because I'm I'm oh, a yeah. Zelda fan. Period. Um, so, uh, I think, the, <laughs> um, people are saying that they actually like this. I think it looks really fucking dumb. Um, this guardian of the galaxies game. Thank you. Like it looks oh. really dumb to me. Oh, that made by this, made by this. I believe the same people that made Avengers. That's not promising. No, it's definitely not promising. I am not no. looking forward to the Guardian of Galaxy game at all. Even if they do like the whole the whole spin on Thor being part of it, they're going to get bad voice actors. They're not going to pay out the money to get Chris Hemsworth and everybody else to do their parts. Well, they don't want to. They want it to be its own thing. I which, know. Which the problem with that is people are so the images. The MCU's been around so long, and these guys have been doing so great in the movies that it's just ingrained in the people's heads, especially people that never read the comics. And this was their introduction of the characters was the movies that those actors and their voices are the characters characters. to them. So then this is kind of like, it's very jarring for a lot of people. When I was watching the Avenger gameplay and I was hearing Tony Stark's voice, that was the deciding factor if I was going to buy that game. Oh, you mean Nolan North? Yes. The voice, the um, voice in every video game ever made. No yes. North. Yep. I think the um, what is it? it, it that it's kind of taken on the issue of like the Harry Potter movies. Um, like people have not a problem. Like the, obviously, a lot of people, if not most of ninety percent of the people, have probably read the books. I know there's a big percentage who just watch the movies. Um, but when the first movie came out before all the end of the books, you had Daniel Radcliffe and Emma, what is it? Emma Watson or, or whatever. Um, like that's Hermione. That's, you know, that's, um, that's Harry. And then as people read the books, it's like, that's the faces that they associated with the characters. 
Um, and now like you go over and you look at them and you're just like, Hey, that's Ron Weasley. That's, that's, you know, that's Harry Potter. Like, you know, I think the only one that's really been able to kind of break out of that, um, is probably Emma Watson to a point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know Mo has been in in other things, but like I can't, I, I, I can't name a single one. She was uh, Belle in Beauty and the Beast, the live action. Yeah, oh, well, uh, she I, was I the that. one of the characters in um, Perks of Being a Wallflower, which is an amazing movie. I I absolutely love that movie. Um, uh, so yeah, so my one recommendation, if you haven't seen it, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Um, Hey, hey, your, hey, your boy Harry Potter could break out of that too. He's one of the runners up right now to be the next Wolverine. Yeah, which, I heard about that. I think would be great, but it's—I I don't think it's going to go to him because, from what I understand, another two names being thrown around, which is bad for Daniel Radcliffe, are Zac Efron and Carl Urban. If you, if you know Carl Urban as Dread from the movie Dread, and is now Billy the Butcher in the show The Boys. I Ooh. think. He could do it because he got into really good shape for being Billy the Butcher. Oh, that and most people would recognize him as um, the executioner from Thor Ragnarok. Yes. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, I also think Zach Efron could do a good job. I, my vote's Carl Urban. But, Daniel I mean, Red, but you know, I'm kind of rooting for Daniel Radcliffe so he could have something that bursts him out of that, you know, that bubble. Well, that that's what I'm loving about Robert Pattinson from the stuff I've seen with with the Batman. You know, oh, he's he, he's not a sparkly don't he's not a sparkly vampire anymore. No, no, he's, he's doing a no, good he's, job. He's, he's no, he's emo Bruce Wayne who refuses to work out for the role of fucking Batman. Don't get me started on that. Oh, yes. that that could be that could be another episode. We'll 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 put yeah, that into that's, another that's, episode. Yeah, put that put that in the pocket. Let's not get me fired up. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to E three. Um, Avatar game, I could care less about. I was never a big fan of Avatar. Nothing against it. It's just not my cup of tea. You know? I don't know about you guys. Don't really care. Uh, I felt um, the same way about the trailers I did about the movie. And in the movie, I fell asleep about 40 minutes into it. And by fell asleep, I mean I was so bored that I drank myself to sleep because I brought a flask. (laughs) Um... Redfall was the game I was thinking of. Redfall looks okay. Is that? I, mean, the, I want to know more is about. That, it. Is that the one with the, the the team of kids fighting the vampires? Yes. Yeah, it looks pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So, um, I got that one, and then they also have the other one, which is if you really want to watch a freaky other another vampire freaky trailer, look up um, Masquerade Two. I know the first one's out; it's been on PC for a while, but I mean, I did, you're opening I did watch up the trailer for that. Yeah. Yeah, the 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 fact that it's Christmas or whatever, and the one vampire has you know has is setting up the Christmas like like picture like the family f- picture or whatever like that. But every single one of the family is strung up by like hooks. Like yeah, it's just it's yeah, um, really kind of interesting. Um, it's a family so, game. It's a family game. Um, Ryan, I know that you're gonna love this one, Flight Simulator. I am so excited for Flight Simulator. Let me tell you, I just can't wait to spend countless hours just staring at a screen and tilting left or right. Uh, but it has its niche of whoever likes that. Uh, oh, yeah, though, I, I make fun, but, you know, it's it's going to be a successful thing. It's been around oh, for the length of time it has for a reason. Though the one thing, the one thing that people are not liking about it uh, is... Um, 
what is it? Uh, it only runs at 30 frames per second on Xbox, and it runs at 60 on on PC. But you need like crazy high end graphics, you know, uh, build on a PC to, for it to run at 60 frames anyway. Um, well, the people who play those games are the hardcore people who get that, who get all the upgrades possible, and just they make it their own world where they're like actually flying, you know, yep. simulating flying a plane. So that's the audience they're going for. So they'll have no problem selling yep. whatever they need to. Yep. Uh, Chris, this one might be intriguing to you. Diablo Two Resurrected Remastered. Yes. I thought so. <laughs> yes. Yes. I will own that again. I'll probably own that on the console. Chris answered that question almost before you asked it. That's why. That's why I asked him directly with it. Him and me we, and we a look, group when look, Diablo how, Three came out on console. This is how we met. Yeah, it's literally how Chris and I met. We had we had a 3. we had a common buddy that uh, Diablo Three came out on um, on Xbox or it came out on console, and we literally, Ryan, I'm telling you, we probably spent in. God, a month, probably I'm three quarters of the month playing it. I think I, I think I know and what you're talking about. Me and, and, me and this buddy have something in common, don't we? Red hair, lot really loud. Yep. Yes. But not just not just that. It would be our our red haired a red headed step friend. It would be yeah. Dan. It would be Bonnie. It'd be me. And yeah. there'd be another buddy of ours. Dan and Bonnie were split screening, so we would constantly hear Bonnie go, follow them. I can't see what they're doing. Yep. Or I'd go into a menu and it would pause everybody else. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Um, You had that. But no, I mean, we we put fucking so many hours into Diablo 3. So many hours. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I I, I know it's I, it's probably close to the five to six hundred hour mark. And I know people have put in way more than that, but I'm literally saying we've that's probably one of the games I played the most of that year. Um, so um, did I mention Babylon's Fall? I know no, that that's a platinum game. It says it's nah. a live service action game. Um, yeah. PlayStation five version was also announced in PlayStation four and PC. So, uh, it looks like a Godfall to me. I, I don't know. I got to find more information before we start talking about it. Um, and I think the last thing then is, um, Rocksmith plus, which I think is pretty cool that they're actually pulling. It's only PC right now, um, for Ubisoft, but I think it's pretty cool. Like Rocksmith was a really good learn how to learn to play guitar. So you have a, if you have a guitar, you can plug it into your PC and then it actually teaches you. I think that's actually pretty cool that, that they're now they're using, you know, power of that and they've updated that and you can learn actually how to play songs. Um, so I think pretty cool. You know, it's, it's like, you know, musical lessons without a, actually having to pay just for that game. I spent like $500 and I bought an electric guitar just for that game. And I, it, it, it does work, but my problem was is that I have bitch fingertips and they were starting to bleed because, you know, when I'm playing a game, I'm not playing it for 20 minutes. True. True. Um, I'm wondering if we can hashtag that. Bitch fingertips. Bitch tips. <laughs> hashtag bitch tips. Hashtag bitch tips. Bitch tips. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so... There's a horse. In oh yeah, there's a horse. <laughs> there's a horse in Rocksmith too. <laughs> so, 
Um, uh, I got to say the one thing uh, that's probably, I don't know if you were a fan of it, but I got really excited for was the remastered Advanced Wars 1 and 2. Yeah, um, I've never played Advanced Wars just because I never had the Nintendo systems to do it. But you never had I'm a definitely Game Boy Advanced. No, I never had a Game Boy Advanced. Honestly, wow. I never had one. Yeah, no, for the longest time I was PlayStation, and that's really all I can afford. So all my money went to PlayStation. Um, I didn't own what is it? I didn't own a, uh, uh, a Nintendo 64, did not own a GameCube, did not own a uh, Game Boy Advanced, did not own a Wii. My parents ended up owning the Wii after I moved out. Um, and then I went back and I owned a Wii U. And that was about it. So, yeah, no, I never really it's, had anything between a, that. I mean, it, you know, if they are not doing anything to the AI, so it's going to not age too well. But it is a Nintendo strategy, turn-based strategy game. Well, I mean, I love, I love the whole thing of Advanced Wars. I mean, your whole bunch of tanks are military things, and it's cartoonish, and you're placing yeah. things on a board. Yeah, it, to me, it's a lot of fun. I, I, I definitely check it out. Um, kind of like Fire Emblem. Yeah, true. Um, definitely like Fire Emblem. Um, so, uh, I know we kind of went over all of this. Um, relevance of E3 now. I think that that's going to be the last thing we'll talk about. Um, and I know that there's a whole bunch of games that we didn't talk about, but we just don't have time to. Um, Chris, your final thoughts on E3, and is it losing its relevance to the gaming industry right now. Um, didn't that happen a couple of years ago? <laughs> okay, well, that answers that question. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, let's just be honest. With YouTube, with Sony breaking away from E3 by themselves, you know, it, it's pretty much done. I mean, you know, it, it, back when there was the vendors and it was this big event and you would have the YouTube personalities there, you know, yeah, that was great. But now it's just all digital there's no big events there's no venues. Well, they just did, they just did digital because of covid still so okay. i mean they're going to try to get back to to public i'm just saying Look, that is being relevant E3 like is it even is, relevant anymore as long as e3 is digital it's not relevant the whole point of e3 was getting your hands on something true and True. if you you know i mean let's you know let's be honest if e3 would had you know venues next year um I will do my best to go there. We'll, we'll get some, you know, we'll get some stuff. See if we can actually get some in-person interviews. But that—that that was what E3 is about: is sure. going there, trying to talk to devs, get those hard questions out that they don't want to answer, and getting them to slip up. Like you know, like hey, you know, if you were to get percentage on your game completion, what would you say? Oh, you know, I'm not really supposed to answer this. Ah, that's fine. So that means it's under 15 percent. And you know, then you can get them. Well, no, no, I would say it's more like 45 or 50. Then you, you know, you get a good idea of how close they are to play testing, how close they are to actually getting some real gameplay footages out there. Good, good points, Ryan. Same question to you. What, what do you think that E3 is relevant, or and if they, you know, on a digital platform, and if they go back to in-person platform, do you think it will grow in relevance, or do you think that it, um. You know what we were just talking about. What what's your thought? I think uh, this year definitely showed how digital is hurting it. Going back to venues, 
is going to definitely bring E3 back in a big way because E3 is all about the, it's not about the conferences or the game reveals. It's about the experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what that's the so big what, thing with E3. So that as soon as they can get back to venues, I think that's going to bring E3 back in a big way. And you could even see PlayStation back there. Possibly. Yeah. It's just, I it's because play, PlayStation, you know, they, they love like anybody, they love showing off their games in a big elaborate. I remember, remember the God of War re- reveal this big oh, the orchestra. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's about, it's about being there and experiencing it, which you cannot really do digitally yep. so in other words if e3 is listening to us um we should plan an actual time to go out there as a podcast <laughs> hopefully um but we should save up as a I'll podcast a and i'll take a week uh, I'll, I'll take a week too and uh let's go. let's go let's see if we can't get out there ryan you in hell yeah yeah so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I, I think I think you guys make very very good points. I think um, the relevance of of E three is always going to have to be there because there's always going to have to be some form of a medium to or a venue to be able to push out information uh, the way that they do. Um, I mean, everybody has conferences. You know, every industry has conferences. Um, I think you're right, though. I think the digital side of it is is hurting because. Um, you're right. People want to get their hands on things. They want to see it. They want that swag. They want to network with people. That's how games get created. That's how ideas get spread. Um, than just sitting I, behind I a computer. Three. I didn't. I I watched all the trailers. Same. And then and I used I, to I, watch I, E3 religiously. Oh yeah, me too. It, it, I it just was like, on trailers. Like an event. It was it was an event. You would watch the entire thing. Yeah. And if you couldn't, you'd record it. And it, was not just, and it was just not uh, you know a couple little days like that. It was a four or five day thing. Well, it was always yeah. four days. Yep. But that's the thing. You're right. It was always three days, but then you always had things like over the weekend that it would come out and you were waiting for leaks and you're waiting for an announcement that would be thrown on Twitter at one o'clock in the morning. Like I, I remember Square Enix made an announcement about Final Fantasy something or whatever. And it was like at one thirty in the morning. Um, it was when I was doing the radio show and I was with, you know, the other guys that, you know, the other people that I was doing that it was right before E3. It was that Thursday. So like Friday is the weekend before. And, you know, you know, we're waiting Saturday and Sunday. And then what is it? Something, you know, it it was something in Japan and it was one o'clock our time in the morning and it was an announcement. We're like, holy shit, something's happening, you know? Um, so yeah, that's what I kind of miss. I miss those like big things like, um, you know, suddenly this now exclusive is now not exclusive anymore. And it's going over here. And you know what I'm saying? Like, here's the surprise thing. Like, like when Gabe Newell came out on the PlayStation three at Sony thing and said that portals coming to PlayStation, you know, um, you know, even the same one where Kevin Butler, you know, was, we came out and had that whole speech, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, that, oh, that's hey, what I miss watching. You, th- you want to see, you want to see what your avatar's bottom and your foot looks like. Bam. Bam. <laughs> so stupid. God, I hate it. I hate him. I God, I hate that. I think I, I I know I've talked about this, but I swear, I swear, even though he looked like death and crap, um, I think I'd actually have more respect for him. I lost all respect when he said, "Hey, you want to see what the bottom of an avatar shoe looks like?" Bam! Like nobody gives a shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> 
we got we got to push the wrong button. Yeah, don't don't push the wrong don't push that button. Oh man. He hates oh, the, he hate he hates that guy that got turned down from a role in Sopranos. For Chris for, for Chris <laughs> Chris uh, Chris has we have a horse, Dan has bottom of an avatar shoe. <laughs> There's a horse. Um well, no, if you, I, I, and if you move the camera the right way, you can see the bottom of the car of the character's shoe. Yeah, if you move the camera While the right way in certain, other, in certain other games, and you, know, you move the camera the right way, you can see other things on other characters too. Um, hashtag you perv. You perv. Ha- hashtag jiggle physics. Um, <laughs> you know, there uh, was, I, I read there was once a game that, that like I don't remember that the game was called, but I remember. I read about it. it was this game that's you're like a cheerleader fighting zombies, and I read that like I know a bunch exactly of people, what you're talking bunch about. Of people were called out for getting an achievement because the game would get an achievement if you were trying to look up her skirt. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, what so was that? Everyone would lollipop chainsaw. That, everyone would yes. know you got that trophy and that you're a pervert. Yeah. Lollipop, Lo- lollipop chainsaw. <laughs> Good. That's the. You funniest know why? Because I was working for Game Crazy. And we had a district manager come do visits, and he was checking out the Xbox, and he saw the achievement, and he asked who got it. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, That's was it you? Only, was the it only you? reason. Be honest. Yes. <laughs> and can I can I still say one of the funniest? And I, what is it? Does, does our buddy still have the the video of it? Um, Chris is working game crazy. Chris, you know where I'm going with this. I do. And he. Pulls out what was it? An Xbox, PlayStation Three. It was a PlayStation Three. He puts it on the counter. <laughs> the guy grabs it and runs out the the store. And all you see in pure like fourteen sixty, or I'm sorry, four sixty or four twenty p low res, you know, security camera footage. All Chris going and mouthing, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the funniest videos chris we got to put it on our youtube we have to find yeah, it we have to put it up have, on youtube you have my permission to do that uh and, <laughs> and and fun little fact the guy's still in jail oh really uh yeah. for stealing uh, the playstation uh, 3 yep uh had a unregistered firearm he had a firearm in his uh, vehicle that was not registered to him oh wow yeah that will do it yeah, good so time. He he. He's so good thing. I America. really didn't. You know, a good. Th- all all I did is I, I. When he did that, I chased him out of the store. I got his license plate number. I was saying it to, out loud, repeatedly to myself, and then I wrote it wrote it down on a piece of paper. Uh, called nine hundred one because at the time it was the I believe it was that Metal Gear Solid one with the forty gig hard drive. Yeah. So that was like a a thousand. It was a limited system. edition. Yeah, it was a thousand dollar gaming system. Which PlayStation better never make that mistake again. But anyways, uh, and uh, because it was over that much, it was considered a felony. Yep, yep. That's what I was going to say. The value of it probably made it a felony too. Um, yeah, but no, I'm, I'm saying that's it's one of the one of the funniest videos. I'm sorry, I'm telling you, it's just one, just mouthing fuck. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Um, but no, I think, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, so once again, guys, thank you for, uh, for joining, you know, tonight and, uh, talking post, uh, E3 stuff. Um, you know, once again, to our audience out there, love that you guys have downloaded us. Um, love the support. 
Thank you so much. Keep it coming. Um, comments, subscribers, all of that. Check us out on twitch.tv slash the save point TV. Um, you're downloading us already on, on whatever system, uh, you know, thing that you're downloading us on. So thank you again. And uh, with that, until next time, next time, guys, um, have a good night. There's a horse. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!